This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Hit it. Welcome to Riffin' with Raph and AD. Coming to you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Now here's former Huskers, Chris Raff and Aaron Davis. All right, all right, all right. Guess what? We are back. Riffin' with Raff and AD. It's Wednesday night. It is the quickest two hours of the week. AD, what is up, my brother? Dog, we played golf today, man. Oh, yeah, I did too. A lot of golf today. It might have been 18 holes. Where, where'd you play at, man? I played at Hillcrest Country Club. It was you, Jack Russell, Nick Toronto, yeah. Taylor Maid, Steve Taylor. Yeah, some quarterback, number nine. <laughs> was it fun? It was a good time. It was, it was a good, good time. time. Yep. Mike, Mike Brown out there and Sonia and those guys out at Hillcrest, the they piece. always put on a pretty good show. They're solid at Hillcrest, man. I was at the Country Club today, man, playing with Mike Steele. Shout out to Mike Steele that brought me out there to play today. Um, big uh, uh, Big Leo came out with us and also uh, Matt Palmberg, man. So it was a good time. CCL does a great job. Nick and those guys at CCL do a great job. Course looked crazy. I mean, it was just, like, stupid good. Did you, stupid win? Good. Did you win? I don't I, We ain't going to go there. All right. We ain't going to go there. All, all, all of my business. All of my business. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like to question. You know? I, I like to ask the hard-hitting questions. It was a good time, man. It was a good time. You know what, folks? Tonight, we've got... We always try on Riffin' and Rap. What we try to do first of all, we're always going to talk about coming to America. So, so, so our two guests, Kim and Elton, I'm going to let you guys right now. We always try to find a theme. And Harrison, Harrison's so young; he, he's he's too young before Coming to America even came out. But we always try to find something that deals with a line from Coming to America, like that boy good, you know, something like that. So we always try to find some good with it. But tonight, folks, we always try to find things for the community and always bring awareness, if you would. And we have two great guests with us uh, this evening. We have the one and only Kimberly Goins. And Kimberly is the executive director of the Boys and Girls Club of Lancaster County. We have Elman. I'm not going to say no, no, it's E Money. It's E Money. <laughs> he, he just looks smooth, though. He look like, it looks like, it, no, not Denzel. That's Wesley Snipes right there of the Boys and Girls Club. Ooh, I like Kim, am I lying or not? You are correct. That's Wesley Snipes of the Boys and Girls Club. But Kimberly Goins, Executive Director of Elton Edmonds, CEO of Mentoring Plus, Episode Goals. Ladies and gents, how are you doing tonight? Good. We're doing well. Thank you for having us on, you guys. This is exciting. Absolutely. I like that shirt. Boys and Girls oh, in yeah. Safe Places and Coaching and Teamwork. I love it. That's right. I love it. I love That's it. That's what we're all about. I love it. Kim, why Nebraska? That's one of my first questions. Why did, okay, you've traveled all over, you and Tony Goins, uh, exec, um, the economic director of the state of Nebraska. You guys have been all over. You had several places you could be at. Why did you choose Nebraska? Oh, wow. So let me ask you this. Have you had Tony on yet? 
know what we're going to. Okay, great. We yeah. always go with the best to start uh, well, with. Well, thank you. Because, because traditionally what happens, he goes on first, and then I'm asked that question, and then I have to kind of manage the answer. But since I'm going first, That's right. make sure you guys help him uh, manage, uh, there you manage go. it. So the long and short of it, we came here because he had a great opportunity for employment here. Um, he used to be with a really large banking institution out of New York, mm-hmm. and as we look to, you know, slow down our lives a bit as we were winding down kids out of our home, yay to the empty nesters. Um, <laughs> he, he, he got a, a, a head a head hunting firm, called him up, he came here. So that's how we got here. While we stayed is because of the people. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, the people, without question, this community has been the most welcoming, the most generous, the most loving and supporting community we've ever lived in. Kim, you mentioned why you stayed here. And you got five years now? Since 2015. So, so going on seven years now. Yeah. Going on seven years this year. And you know what, Kim, one thing, we joked about it, but seriously, when you have a husband like yourself, and and just like yourself, that's, that's, you know, that's very prominent community, that does a lot, you know, that's on a lot of boards, et cetera, serving. My dad being a pastor. For sure. I know how that is to where, you know, the pastor's wife, if you would, with that Mm -hmm. same type of, you know, exposure, et cetera. So I always want to make sure I talk to the lady first, get the Thank wife you. up there and do that. Because I know a lot of times people say Anthony Goins, Anthony Goins, but if there's no Kim Goins, Anthony has a, a lot harder time. That's right. I tell people he's the head, I'm the neck. There you I go. Oh. <laughs> As my dad would say, praise God. Hey, man, Sister Goins. Kim, I, I love that. Elton, tell us your story. How did you get to Nebraska? First of all, you got two great athletes. You got two great athletes, two great sons that played. You got an amazing wife that gave an amazing presentation um, uh, a couple weeks ago at Capital Cigar Lounge. And and you guys are just, it's like you're yin and yang. You guys are just like together like that. But what brought you guys to Nebraska? Yes, uh, thanks for asking, Aaron. So so I am actually um, grew up in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. And that's one of the things that I'm excited about, uh, helping with Mentoring Plus and also partnering together with Boys and Girls Club, is that uh, f- over 40 years ago, I was the kid that we're trying to help. So over oh, wow. 40 years ago, I was the kid, grew up in North Omaha, um, faces, faced a lot of the same challenges that kids face today. Yeah. Poor community, not a lot of role models. But again, I ended up graduating from high school, graduated from college, and truly my life changed in ways that I never thought would be possible. So for me, growing up here in Nebraska, it's one of the things that I just enjoy is being able to pour into the life of our youth here and help them again to change their lives. That involvement, and we're gonna, I don't wanna skip ahead. I don't wanna skip ahead with the importance of the involvement. I wanna get to, uh, a lot of people don't know a, what a lot of you guys and girls do with the Boys and Girls Club. So kind of the highlight, we're talking about mental health awareness as well. Oh, you're fine. Mental health awareness. Discuss the 15-year anniversary of the Boys and Girls Club and the milestone, How that? what that means to the community. 15 years here in Lancaster Absolutely. County. Absolutely, 15 years. And you know what? Really looking forward to the next 15 years. And when you compare us, for example, to even our, our friends up in Omaha, mm-hmm. right down the road, we actually tell people they're our grandparent because they're 60 years old. So we're really just getting started. But we were founded in 2000, 2007 by some very dynamic community leaders who really wanted to make a greater impact on this community Mm -hmm. and part of that impact was really centered around how do we make sure that everyone has access to high quality and high impact programming and so that's what we do matter of fact it's the only thing we do we are the leaders in youth development programming Mm -hmm. and that's not just here in Lincoln or the state of Omaha it's really across the country so when you look across the U.S. 
um, including tribal land as well as military bases. 450,000 kids walk through our doors every day. How many? 450,000 kids walk through the Boys and Girls Club. 450,000. So basically we're just going to see a half a million every, every day. day. Every day. Every day. That's the impact. Wow. Yes. Wow. You know, um, some people may not know a lot about the Boys and Girls Club, but you just mentioned a half, basically 450,000 kids every day. What's some of the mis maybe misperceptions that people may have about the Boys and Girls yeah, Club? Yeah, you know, I think the, the misconception that I, I battle with the most, even here at the local level, mm -hmm. we, we talk about it a lot at the national level, it's who our kids are right? Because people will label you, especially when they don't understand what it is that you do. Right. And so oftentimes people say, but aren't you guys only taking care of the bad kids? You know, mm. are the poor kids only? Um, or the kids that don't have parents? Right. And what I like to share is that's actually the furthest from the truth. Do some of our kids um, live in um, poverty zones that are identified at the, by the federal government? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do some of our children need, have IEPs to make sure that they have the supports in place to make sure they can thrive in school? Yes. But what I always say is this. If you send your kid to the Boys and Girls Club, we will produce a great product on the other end. We are about equity. So our mission statement is, is that we exist to empower all youth mm -hmm. to reach their full potential. And I think that's important, especially in this social media age. Oh, yeah. Because yep. you can have a two-parent household that is healthy, church-going, and still have a student or a young person who gets some, in, some negative influence from social media, from their peers etc and so I think it's the the conception misconception that's most out there is who are our kids you know and Ralph I'll let you go with the next one here I'm, I'm thinking about this I hear people say this all the time oh mr. Davis you understand when I go speak at high school and colleges he's at risk yes oh mr. Davis you understand yes. she's at risk Elton all kids are at risk <laughs> I don't care if you come from a two-bedroom, I mean, not two-bedroom, two-parent household or, you know, you know, regardless of what social economic status regardless of what it is, all kids are at risk today. Because, Kim, you mentioned something. With social media, with these cell phones, these, uh -huh. these, these tools right here, they have access to so much that we had growing up. Elton, how, how do you guys at the Boys and Girls Club dis, uh, just kind of dispel that myth that these are the only at-risk kids? And just as Kim mentioned, the poor kids or this kid from the single parent, all kids are at risk. How do you guys deal with that? Yes. Um, well, I think one of the important things that I'm here today and just thrilled to be able to share about is our partnership with the Boys and Girls Club. So with Mentoring Plus, um, you guys as uh, national championship football players and as uh, football players here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was preaching. <laughs> he was preaching. <laughs> preaching. <laughs> yes, sir. Take it to the house. See, we laid back here, y'all, so it's all good. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> but Elton was getting into it. <laughs> But you guys, as uh, athletes, you understand the importance of teamwork. Absolutely. And it's great to partner with uh, Kim Goings and Boys and Girls Club because they understand the importance of teamwork. Mm -hmm. And what they understand is that to reach our youth out there is that it takes people from all across the city of Lincoln. And it takes resources from all across the city of Lincoln. Mm -hmm. So they are intentional at partnering together with someone that can deliver the best message to the kids with someone who might be able to relate to them a little bit better, a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Because again, our goal is that we want to change the lives of all of our kids. So when you mentioned um, a little bit of information about those kids that are at risk, for us, they're kids. And they That's are kids right. who we are, we as people in the community of Lincoln, we are tasked 
with helping to change the trajectory of their lives. That's right. So it's not about the kids. It's about us as caring adults. And with the Boys and Girls Club, with Mentoring Plus, the kids will receive uh, direction and services from caring adults. I love it. I love it. All right, guys. This is the part where I kind of go off script. I like off script. <laughs> <laughs> so... Into the today's world that we live in, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, they talk. Kids should be better. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do that. But you guys are like actually walking the walk. And, hmm. you know, you are, good question. You are going good question. above and beyond to, you know, to change the world we live in, to make it more positive. Where was it where that began? Where, what, like, where did it start for you guys? What told you or what was the sign or what made you be like, all right, this is this is my calling in life because mm-hmm. I want to help today's youth. Yeah. I, you know, Chris, I think the, what happens with most people who are in our line of work is usually one or two things, right? You've had a personal experience mm-hmm. in the space. So to Elton's point, you were the kid that you're now helping right. and or you just found that if if you are not the voice for this these kids, who will be? Right. Mm. And so I've actually spent my entire career in the nonprofit sector. Full disclosure, actually tried to get out of the nonprofit sector <laughs> because you can have something called compassion fatigue. Right. Mm. Right. And your father being a pastor, yeah. I'm sure he experienced that a lot. Yes, it, can, it can weigh on you quite yeah. a bit. Um, but I will tell you, in my soul, to my core, started pulling me back. And when you think about this community that I promise you we love so much, um, when you go into certain communities, right, and then you see students or young people who are are not active, who are not playing. I see, I'll ride to certain neighborhoods, and the kids are just sitting on a curve, not even actively playing right. outside. Then how do we engage them? Because there's some statistics that share with us that if we do not, especially between the hours of 3 to 6, the chances mm. of them going getting in trouble, getting involved in the system goes up exponentially at that point. And so I I think this is um, your heart's work. You have to be committed from your soul. Mm -hmm. What, What we even talk about on our team, if people don't believe what we believe, even in this great resignation, I would rather work shorthand than I have someone who doesn't fundamentally believe what I believe in taking care of these young people. Kim, you brought something up. I've done a lot of work with the Boys and Girls Club nationally over the past couple of years. And, and just the genesis, you know, they started in 1860. And these three women in Hartfield, Connecticut, and what you said, it said it all. Mary Goodwin, Alice Goodwin, Elizabeth Hambersley, believing that boys who roam the streets should have a positive alternative. Now, some folks, some of our listeners who are with us every week would be saying, well, guys, you're talking about the Boys and Girls Club. If you look at the number of pro athletes, both male and female, because in 1990, it changed the name to Boys and Girls Club of America because they realized it's not exclusive boys. We have girls we need out there as well. Those, what you just said, just sitting there from three to six, here we're talking about 1860. Three women said, believing that boys who roam the streets should have a positive alternative. And here you two are, continue that on, a century later. Yes. So, which leads me to this, Kim, you know, on, on your website... You listed things under your under your vision is this is not to duplicate services and programs, sure. but to provide a tighter safety net for children and youth. Why is that so important that you aren't just uh, sustaining the duplicate service that are already out there? What makes you get what what brings you guys different? Yeah, so we believe in taking care of the whole child. 
mm. while supporting the entire family, right? Mm. But as you guys know, we all give in this community in one right. way or the other, right? Our times, our ties, our, our treasures. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality of it is you cannot do it alone. Alone, And so that's why Mentor Elton here with the CEO of Mentoring Plus is here with me is because at the height of the pandemic, you really start seeing some of those indicators for unhealthy mental health challenges really start rising. And at the end of the day, what we provide are youth development programming to really support in this in this city specifically, we're prioritizing workforce development. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, if a kid doesn't know how to show up for work, Right. If the kid doesn't know how to just even get up because of all of these other challenges, then how can we expect them to thrive even in the workforce, in That's their right. future workforce? And so then you have to a, a partner like Elton who comes along and says, you know what? I'll take care of the mental health portion of them. And that's what he's been doing. I will tell you, it has been life-changing. Do we need to do more? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. because this need is growing. I will tell you a quick story in um, late March of 2020, and the school started shutting mm-hmm. down. We are school site-based, which means our actual school sites closed down. And immediately we pivoted to a couple of the local churches got involved because, of course, churches weren't open. And so we started having program out of that. We saw, we put out on social media only. We don't even have a ton of followers. And we said, if you're hungry, we will feed you. We will provide a dinner meal and supplement of LPS's breakfast and lunch distribution. Oh, wow. Um, the very first day. So we, we planned for 200 folks. The very first day, I think we had 786 people show up. That was on a Monday. 786 yep. people. Friday, we hit 2,000. The next week, we hit 2,000. We're talking about dinner meals only. Not breakfast, not lunch, not a snack. We're mm. going to make sure you have a hot dinner. And and not just any dinner, a dinner that I want to eat, right, the, that you guys would want to eat. Because for the first time, guys, you had people who had never in their lives had to ask for help. Ask for help. And I will tell, and I'll end with this. If you go to our Facebook page, and I hope your listeners will, what I will say is this you actually won't see a ton of pictures of it on there. And the reason why is because it's hard to ask for help. That's right. It's hard to ask for help. And so we said we were going to do this with dignity. And so our board members, and we have the best board in the land is at the Boys and Girls Club who showed up and they gave money and they packed sacks. And it's what we did day in, day out. Runza came out and gave out free meals, not a coupon and said, you have to buy something to get something. They gave out a free meal to every kid in need. Chick-fil-A did the same thing. It's the community partnerships coming together. Their social media handles just for you uh, guys and girls. If you're on Facebook, it's Boys and Girls Clubs of Lincoln Lancaster slash Lancaster County. Boys and Girls Clubs of Lincoln Lancaster County. That's on Facebook. If you're an Instagram person, on Instagram, uh, it's B uh, it's BGC Lincoln BGC Lincoln the Boys and Girls Club. Let me ask you this. I'm gonna go with both of you this because we're going a little, little off script here. But Kim, you mentioned I actually gonna stick with this because it's something you brought up important during the pandemic. You know, what was the experience like during the pandemic? Because you figured in March, I mean, we went to like, I mean, it was like, it was just like another world. Everything shut down, gyms, restaurants, churches. You know, when a church shut down, there's something going on. (laughs) 
Because my dad, don't, he wouldn't cancel church for nothing. I mean, be a blizzard. We still going to go. We going to trust the Lord. I'm like, Dad, we got eight feet out there. We going to trust God, son. We going to trust God. We just going to push on through. So you think about when the church is shut down, how much of an impact that, well, you guys, you mentioned 786 the first night, 2000 the second, and you wanted to, pre- uh, to preserve their dignity. Yeah. That's why there wasn't a lot of pictures of that. And, and we get that. My business took a massive hit. You know, during this sure. thing. So I get that aspect of it. So what was that what was that experience like? How did you have to transition? How did you have to pivot and still serve those kids? Because now the school meals weren't open. That's right. The Boys and Girls Club was one of the most consistent thing in a lot of those kids' lives. But now school's closed. How did you guys transition through that? Well, let me tell you, we did what everyone I think in this community did. We buckled down, we called our friends, and we just made it happen. Was it scary? Absolutely. Yeah. Was it uncertain? every single night mm-hmm. um i will tell you ad our finance committee we met every single friday for six months so oh, we wow. could make real-time decisions mm-hmm. right so what, what we were able to do is say what are some of those immediate needs that we could handle right now and it became food it became a listening ear i had a mom that we called and said what do you need and mom had stage four cancer no insurance daughter was in our program needed shoes and i said but mom what do you need and mom hadn't eaten in two days and not just because of her cancer because they couldn't afford food right yes yeah folks we'll be back here with kimberly goins executive director of the boys and girls club eldon edmonds ceo mentoring plus you're with 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 raf and ad we'll be right back with you this is a 30 second stereo radio for trade school in the home depot spot code yhtfd 0 rga 0 spot title project planning homeowner 101 so you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own let's make a plan take a free workshop from the home depot and get live help from our expert associates whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom we'll provide everything you need to get started You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.